G'day, dorks, and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown. I'm your host, Philip. Thank you for joining me. With me uh, tonight is uh, a good friend of the podcast. He's been on here a bunch. Uh, Jason, how are you, Jason? Mate, I'm well. I'm well. How are you going? Good, mate. We're back in your place recording. I, always, I, I love recording in your house. Yeah? It's really, there's no kids here. It's, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's my sanctuary. It's slowly becoming my sanctuary. No, there's no kids, but a couple of dogs who ah. like to run through fly screens. No, they're beautiful puppies. Beautiful puppies. <laughs> so what's been going on, buddy? How you been? Oh, mate, I'll be going all right. You know, just working as usual. Yeah. Working, working around the house. That's about it. That's all. Right. We've been busy boys, actually. You been watching or reading anything super interesting this week or? Oh, I've, I was watching one on Crunchyroll the other day. Yeah. Because um, I think last time you were in here was the Tower of, uh, no, God of High School episode. God of High School, yes. And I think I told you to watch Hunter Hunter. Have you gone in on Hunter Hunter yet? Hunter Hunter? No, I still oh, haven't. You I monster. still haven't. You fucking monster. <laughs> you got to go in, mate. It's so good. Yes. Are you, are you still catching up on Jujutsu Kaisen or are you I, doing I what? Latest episode. Yeah. It's like episode five now, episode isn't it? Episode five. Yes. So we finally saw the panda, didn't we? Did the panda? <laughs> yeah. The random yeah. panda. Yeah. Yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Like it's up to episode five and it's still kicking off. I've actually, I've dropped off watching it because I was hooked and I've decided that I'm going to stop watching till the whole season's out. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait it. I can't watch yeah. week to week. I just can't yeah, do it. Uh, you can't. I, just, I you can't. You just have man. a bunch I, of them, and you just watch it week to week together. Yeah, I, I can't do it, man. I have to. I have to watch all in a bunch. Like, okay, binge like binge watching TV shows has now become my norm. That I can't do anything else. Like, I don't even think I could watch like week to week television shows anymore. Like, I honestly think it would ruin me. Like, just normal free to air TV. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Yeah, I don't watch much free to air TV, really. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah, so there was a bit of news this week. I don't know if you catched it, um, but they're reporting that Sony has entered negotiations to acquire Crunchyroll. Oi, I read the same thing. Yeah, this is kind of wild. So Sony got exclusive rights for negotiation for buying Crunchyroll. So does big? So do they own um, Anime Lab? No, no, no. So this will be their first kind of dip into. I believe Sony's first dip into. Uh, acquiring like a anime streaming service, oh, and uh, okay, right reportedly the oh wait offer- no so Crunchyroll has like um had some collabs with Anime Lab, haven't they? Webtoons, I believe they've had some collabs with. I don't know if they've had any collabs with Anime Are you Lab. Sure, I'll have to read it. I haven't checked on that. Maybe you're, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they did at one point, but now actually that's what it is. N- now that they're in negotiation with Sony, there won't be any. Yeah, definitely not. So the it's reported that uh, the offer on the table, you know, is around a hundred billion yen, so about nine hundred and fifty-seven million USD. Is the so? And I don't know if you heard the news last week about Netflix um, uh, acquiring a bunch of um, 
animation companies to make some more Netflix animated originals. That's, that's brilliant. With the, so, so with the Netflix news last week and the Crunchyroll Sony news this week, it really looks like a lot of big players are trying to get into the game of, of anime, well, especially anime streaming. Being made. Well, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that there's money to be made. And so uh, reportedly previously, um, uh, it also is a great example of how big anime is now and how much money is to be made in the streaming and making of anime. So, yeah, we saw Crunchyroll come out this year with three new originals with uh, the c- collaboration with Webtoons with God of High School, Tower of God, and Noblesse. Noblesse. Okay, yeah. righto. So now that Sony's trying to buy Crunchyroll, it looks like, you know, and Sony loves throwing money behind projects oh, too. Yeah. Like, if they're willing to spend, you know, $957 million, they're going to be willing to put a lot of money into new yeah. and exciting projects. They so expect big things, yeah. So yeah. with the Netflix collab and Crunchyroll and Sony collabs, it looks like you know the next couple of years are going to be I'm, some pretty big years for anime. I'm excited, actually. I know that's awesome. The only thing I, I was hesitant about a little bit is: Do you remember when Disney bought up like a um, Marvel, Star Wars, and stuff like that? Yeah, you're right. I kind of don't like companies owning and buying everything. Yeah, but also. Yeah, if it's, if it's best, if it's better for the consumer, then you know, yeah, it's I, it's, it's got to be better for the consumer. Though that's the thing. Like, yeah. as as long as this DLC, otherwise they won't make money. They need, yeah, to. they need to make money, especially when it's a streaming service. Yeah. Like Crunchyroll, it, like is its main thing is distri- like uh, the distribution of anime. So, mm. and if Sony's going to acquire them, obviously they're going to want to keep going because Crunchyroll is making money. Yep. That is a streaming service is making money through its originals, through subscribers, you know. Yep. Crunchyroll as a, as, a, as a company has been in the game for a long time and is one of the biggest, I think the biggest anime streamer worldwide. So, yeah, I, I like I like the both. Like, you know, I like them both just for the variety between them. Anime Lab and Crunchyroll. Yes. Have, you, have you dabbled into the Funimation app I, or the no, streaming service? I, I started with that one. I think, I think it's... Because Funimation has a lot of the One Piece dub. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. So I kind of wanted it for that, but apart but, from that, there doesn't seem to be much. Crunchyroll's got it. Crunchyroll's got. Oh One Piece. yeah, it does too. Yeah, I was watching it the other day. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. So yeah, Jeez, that, that, that's getting tasty. Oh, that's getting tasty. One Piece. That One Piece. Oh, that's so good. I'm still still so undecided about how we're going to do our One Piece episode. Oh, it's it seems like such a behemoth to kind oh, of attack. It is. It's so there's so much there. There is. Oh my god. And we're like, would you do a whole episode before time skip? Whole episode after time skip? Yeah. Episode per season? Oh my god! It's it's racking my brain how we're going to. How, gonna how do you break it up? Like I know the time skips. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I, I suppose there's different arcs, isn't there? There is. Uh, we've we've discussed it a few times on this podcast about how we're going to tackle One Piece. It's becoming, it's every time we talk about it, it's becoming it's becoming our white whale. Like it is, it is becoming our you know our Moby Dick. Like this is, <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> the one that this will be the one that you know we'll have to cap off the 500th episode with because <laughs> oh, we've discussed man. it that much and about how we're going to tackle uh, attack it. But yeah, it's a tricky one. Um. Oh, this is completely unrelated to anime, and I just I just remembered looking at you. Did you have you had a a slab yet from KFC? A slab. Have you had a slab? Have you seen what a slab is? No. Please okay. Explain. So so anyone out there, uh, Australian KFC has started a promo product called the slab. 
And what it is, it is six dinner rolls, six of the a six pack of dinner rolls, all in one, cut in half, right, with liquid cheese sauce, barbecue sauce, and popcorn chicken on it. That's healthy. And you pull it apart like little sliders. Yeah, why not? So, so last week on the podcast, I was talking <laughs> to John Rowe about the chicken parmi burger from Macca's. Which okay. is good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Okay. So, and this week I was like, I needed to give the palmy burgers a, a skip. So I went and got a slab from KFC. So it's it's a six pack of dinner rolls cut in half. With popcorn chicken, liquid cheese and barbecue sauce. So I ate a whole slab. Don't you just love Dirty Bird? I love Dirty Bird. And Dirty, like as much as I love uh, Mickey D's, like Mickey D's for me will always be like mm, high up. <laughs> but like there's something just... Oh, there's something almost like... Out of the fast food chains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, for me, uh, Mickey D's and Dirty Bird are like right up the top. But there's something almost... Uh, I don't want to say nostalgic, but there's something like... Oh, maybe nostalgic. No, yeah, there's something nostalgic about KFC it's like for me. your parents were like, uh, I'm too lazy to cook yeah. dinner. Let's go get takeaway. KFC, away. yeah. And like, I think because the hometown I grew up in didn't have a Macca's for ages... They didn't, did they? No, no, no. But we had a KFC. We had a KFC since yeah, oh, from the time I can remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, free chicken. Oh, mate, oh. I never got free chicken. But we lived really close to that KFC, so oh. that was our, that was the holy grail for us. If we were getting KFC, it was a good night. Yeah. And I don't think fried chicken from KFC has changed. It doesn't feel like, like it has. I, no. I, like it's, in the it still 26. feels the same size. Do you reckon? Yeah, and I like I've said this a bunch to a whole bunch of people, and everyone always says I'm crazy. But the Big Mac has changed; it's gotten smaller in like in the last five years. It's changed patties, sauce, everything about it's different. Yeah, it's not the same Big Mac that it was five years ago. What, five, ten, ten, fifteen. It's probably I, changed about three times in my life since I've been eating Maccas. Actually, there was a certain sauce that changed for me, and it was on the um. It was on like this one with Doritos on it. Is that the Southwest BLT? I think so. Because John was talking la- uh, last and then they episode. changed the sauce on it. And I was like, this is crap. John was going on cr- like off his head about the Southwest BLT on last week's episode. And I was really? like, yeah, he loves I, it. He I, I, used to, I used to get it like every time I went there. He was literally said the exact same thing. And I was like, okay, I'll go through it. And I went through to the drive-thru and I was like, can I get a Southwest BLT? Or do you guys do still do a Southwest BLT or is that? No. And yeah. they're just like, no, we, we haven't had that for ages. And I was like, I kind of want to try. Is this, is this the holy grail of burgers? Like, It, it was amazing. Okay, it so was amazing. If the Southwest BLT ever comes back on the menu, we are 100% going to get one. Oh, yeah. but yeah. so I, you, I, I just love the crunch of it. But yeah. you haven't you haven't got a chicken palmy burger yet from Macca's. I haven't tried it, no. Mate, go get a chicken palmy burger from Macca's. <laughs> I should just go down to the pub and get my local uh chicken palmy. No, this is this is some espresso. So it's a brioche <laughs> bun Ooh, okay. with the really crummy schnitzel, not the not the So it's like a panko kind of Yeah, crumb? but it's 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 the McSpicy chicken fillet, oh, not the um yeah, you know, the McChicken chicken fillet. I, I don't mind the chicken burgers from Macca's. Oh no, Macca's. I'm a massive fan. Yeah, but the the McSpicy chicken fillet is is definitely better than the the standard. Okay, and then it's got a Napoli sauce, a very sweet Napoli tomato sauce, yeah, bacon and lettuce. That's it. Mm. It is phenomenal. Okay, it's so good. So you got bacon and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's a perfect it's blend a of yeah. It's a palmy. 
I can't believe we got sidetracked onto fast food again. This happened last week. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, so we'll probably have to get into the main meat of the episode. So you would have seen it in the episode description up top. But this week is the long-awaited return of My Hero Academia. <laughs> we are diving back into My Hero Academia Season 3. So we covered the first two seasons yes. in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And we're diving into Season 3. So, season three of My Hero Academia sees us back with Class 1A in the prestigious school UA High. With the villain Stain's message passed on to the world and the young heroes forced to see the painful reality of the hero life, the instructors of UA are forced to step up the students' training and push them to get their provisional heroes license. But will they be ready to face the League of Villains when they step out of the shadows to make their move? That's a brief kind of synopsis of season three. So how did you feel about going into this season? Were you pumped from, you know, oh. we saw the the climax of Stain in the last season and this season, you know, were you pumped going into this season? Of course. <laughs> yeah. I was super pumped to go into this season. I think I watched like all four seasons within like a week and a half or something. Oh, really? Yeah. So I remember, because I, I watched this ages ago and I've rewatched it for this episode. Um, but when I, so I finished the stain arc and then season three started and I, I jumped into season three straight away. Yep. And I remember being just so disappointed with the start of season three. Well, do you, the, do you the, remember the first episode of season three? The first episode. So the, so this season kicks off just after the stain arc and we see a lot of the main cast have been rattled by the events of the night, but we kind of get this weird start where it's a pool episode. The episode oh, of them going yeah. to the pool. Yeah, it's just a filler. And it like to start a season yeah. with filler, Ugh. for me, was just weird. But we do get a little bit of the League of s- Villains stuff at the end. Yeah, that's true. Which was good. I, I liked the League of Villains just stuff. Sort of, yeah. But yeah, it seemed like a down note to start the the season on. And for me, it was just kind of, it sucked all the excitement out of me really quickly. <laughs> but then um, we got straight into like the... The training camp, yeah. Yeah, so we get we get straight into this this kind of training camp. So we get introduced to the like idea. The, the next episode. Yeah, it, it was literally the straight into the next episode. So I think you could almost skip that episode without having some. Yeah, probably. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in sti- uh, skipping filler. filler. I like, I'll skip filler. I will skip filler. if Even if the description of an episode says 40% filler, 60%. You know, you can you can find websites that'll rate how much filler is in an episode. If there's a if it's more okay. than fifty percent, I'll skip. You need it's to send not me worth that it. link. I'll send you the link. Okay, because it's, it's got really like there's websites. I, out I there might that be have... able to tackle One Piece again and oh. Naruto. <laughs> just, oh, the, just with that. Oh, the Naruto is great. If you uh, especially uh, Shippuden, if yeah. you look up the filler list and stick to it religiously and only watch canon episodes, that makes Shippuden. An amazing series. <laughs> it's so snappy and so good. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, ele- it elevates that series a lot when you cut out the filler. Yeah, I wow. fucking hate that filler. <sighs> yeah. So after after that pool episode, we go into this training this training arc in the like a camp training thing. And I thought this this arc did, in did, particular, did you like the wild wild pussycats. I loved the wild wild pussycats. Yeah. I thought I was gonna hate the wild wild pussycats. <laughs> Yeah, from first impressions. I was like, oh, yeah. this is going to suck. But then they introduced the big buff male <laughs> wild pussycat. I'm like, I'm so on board. Round <laughs> of applause. You guys great. smashed it out Wearing of the park. It's so yeah. good. And oh. it's just like, it's that great thing that My Hero does where it sees, it, it. sometimes it feels like the writers and the, you know, the the people behind the scenes of My Hero see a, uh, you know, a 
trope of anime and think, how can we make this better? Yes. So they see yes. the trope of the, you know, the female hero squad. Pussy and cats. Yeah, you, yeah. And you're expecting to be, you know, a bunch of just female clad. Like, yeah, big boobs. Yeah. Small all the waist. Yeah. All yeah. that stuff. But then the last pussycat that gets introduced is just this <laughs> meat mountain of a man who's just, but he's still in the skirt and everything. It's great. Oh, I loved great. it. I, I. I thoroughly and he enjoyed does it. A, does a little pose. Oh, the whole posing thing—it's yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> but this—the training arc that they go into—I thought was really interesting because it was. It was a lot of one-on-one quirk training, and it, it felt it was, like it was interesting how they were training each individual quirk. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the quirk training was really interesting because you could tell that the writers put a lot of thought into how the quirks relate to a person and how you would strengthen those quirks. Yeah. So we see like um, uh, Todoroki, for example, he's like put in a bath and he's yes. told to heat the water up and then cool it down, heat the water up and then cool it down instantly to, all to the time. To regulate his heat. To and, regulate yeah. his heat and just to like, and it's like, yeah, of course. And even the way they explained the quirk stuff was cool. Have that old tape man. Oh, I yeah. legitimately laughed out loud <laughs> because they don't really go into his training, no. but you just see in the background him standing on a <laughs> on a cliff and just yeeting out tape from both yeah. his elbows. Just <laughs> it's so good. So, so what did you think of this uh, kind of one on one training arc to kind of kick off the season? Were you, were you happy to go into the season like this? Like, was yeah. it a good way? Because it's not so the first... W- with, the, like, the introduction of the League of Villains in the first episode, like, right at the end, it sort of made you think, like, yeah, this this is going to get bombed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, we knew something was coming oh, yeah. with the training arc, but I wasn't Absolutely. sure how it was. I thought there was going to be something similar to the... When the League of Villains turn up during the rescue simulator and we see oh, the first yeah, Nobu and yep. stuff like that. I assumed it was going to be similar to that going into it for the first time. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to, a big bunch of villains is going to rock up and they're all going to have to fight it. But no, it's no. Just like a select individual it's like a group. Yeah, it's like a covert ops task force yeah. kind of go in. And the go thing the thing I really liked about this this training arc was not only was it, you know, one-on-one quirk training, it was really interesting how they develop all this stuff into it. But also you got to see how class 1A was kind of developing as a group together. So there was a lot of of team building. It feels like this whole season actually was more focused on team and a whole, like a group combat than it was individual kind of. Because like the main characters were sort of paired with other um, members of their like class. Yeah, exactly. Every, yeah. And we even saw Class Episode. 1B was in, in this training camp, so we got they to spend were, a little yes. bit more time with Class 1B. Are you, like, starting to, you know, grow attached to any of the 1B people? Is there anyone out there standing out to you? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really put much thought into that. So, the, like, uh, probably just the main two with, like, that guy who sort of... The steel guy. Talks, um, oh, the steel guy. The steel guy's great, but there, there is that annoying guy who's yeah, always yeah. like... Um, oh, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's a bit of comic relief. Yeah, and, that's yeah. it. Um, and then the girl that bashes him every time. Yeah. But the really good duo that I found in this arc uh, especially was uh, the steel guy and the big hand girl. 
And they were fighting the gas villain in the forest. That's right. I just realised how insane that sentence sounds to anyone who doesn't know what we're talking (laughs) about. The steel guy, the big hand guy fighting the gas villain in the forest. Yes. That's insane. Um, But yeah, that that duo fighting the the gas villain in the forest, I I found all that that side storyline with them, I found all that riveting. Maybe we should take a step back and talk about how that how that whole kind of thing plays out because the whole training arc is, you know, leading up to the villains invading the forest and stuff like that. And what I loved about that arc was it, you know, it was ramping up, ramping up. And then the villains invade during like a training test where everyone's spread out. And then the next say five episodes take place over that one night. But we spend a little bit of time with kind of each group and how they're kind of dealing with this villain attack. And it's very spread out and it's very, it's very kind of um, chaotic with who's with who and who's where and who's fighting. And it's, it's, everyone gets paired up with it, someone's, whoever's closest, really. Yeah, and yeah. we see like, we see a lot of, you know, students taking on villains, you know, a lot of students getting injured and stuff like that. So it's a really right. interesting arc. So what did you think going into that kind of, that arc? Were you surprised about how long it kind of dragged out that whole night? over? Because it's like five episodes. It was, yeah. So we spend like... I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't think they dragged it out. The, no, I don't needed, think... Yeah, you needed every episode to sort of um, gather the information, I guess. How yeah. it all pans out. Yeah. And it's it's. I think it's the first time I can think of that My Hero has done this thing where, it, you know, it spreads out several episodes over the space of one night and we see that night kind of play out from multiple perspectives and, you know, interweaving yeah. storylines and stuff. Yeah, you are right. Um, and I, it, it, I can't think of any other. It kind of breaks the trend from following Midoriya. So, you know, because yeah. this is Midoriya's story. But yeah. this is the first time we've kind of taken a step away from Midoriya and spend a lot of time with other people. And I think it was really good. It was a good change up because, you know, not that Midoriya... Mid, like, Midoriya is an amazing protagonist. I mean, we, uh, went, yeah, we, yeah. Went, we went on about it last time. He's an amazing protagonist. Oh, he's this exceptional in this one too. Yeah, but... Yeah. Even even with uh, how amazing he is, it's still so refreshing to take a step away from him and spend a little time with other characters, especially, you know, characters we don't spend a lot of time with. Well, actually, th- this season's done that, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it really, really did. focused on other characters instead of Midoriya. Mm, which was really good to see like, because... Like Bakugo? Yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of good play in this season. Yeah. Actually, I've got a, a lot to talk about about him uh, when we move a bit further along with this season. Um, Icy Hot. <laughs> oh, I love Icy Hot. So this whole kind of um, invasion by the League of Villains kind of leads to a, a few big fight scenes. Yes. But I think the main one that is the big drag away from you know this, this arc is the fight between Midoriya and um, Muscular. Muscular. So what did yeah. you think of that fight going into it? Because it was intense. It's really in- It's really it quick is. too. Yeah. Did you pay attention to how long that fight goes for? It's done in one episode. Yeah, like, like start to five finish minutes. Yeah, it's like a really quick, and it's like it's we don't spend a lot of time with that actual fight, but it, it hits you right in the feels. Oh, it's so oh good. god. So muscular is this kind of. I think it's the first time I've seen a quirk that I'm actually physically repelled by. <laughs> so his muscle fibers come out of his body. Yeah, and like he can he, endlessly regrow them and regen yeah. them. So essentially he just puts all these muscle fibers around his actual body. Arm, yeah. Arm, body. 
and just it, he just turns into a Superman. Yeah, he just hits stuff real hard. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have any speed, though, I notice. He doesn't seem to be quick. No. Which is a lot of brute force. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I think that'd be kind of disappointing to be like for a quirk to have because it seems like a lot of people can hit stuff hard, but right. speed in this in in this series Although, seems to play like a big he, part. He could take a lot of damage. Yeah, I suppose. He yeah, he was really resilient it. too. Yeah, yeah, he took a beating. Like as Midoriya said, he's like, I put a hundred percent. That was like the same as All Might's power. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It was really good to see Midoriya kind of step up with a power level in this season because he kind of gets. He kind of gets really strong. I don't want to say really quickly because a lot of time passes. Five, eight percent. How he's like etching his way up yeah. slowly. Yeah. But it was really interesting to see this fight with muscular in particular because I think it's probably, yeah, I think it's probably the the first fight we've seen in My Hero where Midoriya, like the odds against Midoriya, like it feels like Midoriya can escape at any point. Yeah. It feels like his safety is certain because he's quick enough to get away. Right. The only reason he was there was to save a, a little boy. Yes. Um, who I've oh, completely I forgotten his name. He's got a cool hat. That's about it. He, yeah. His backstory his, was... His parents were like... His, um, yeah, parents water. were heroes. They could shoot water or something. He didn't want to be a hero because they died. His backstory I found was irrelevant and I just didn't enjoy oh, wow. any of the story with him. He did punch Midori in the dick. That was great, actually. <laughs> it's like a solid dick punch, too. That was really good. But um, I, I didn't care about him at all until that scene where Midoriya is just getting pounded into the he ground. Pumped. And then we just see a little bit of water splash against Muscular's face. And, you know, this little boy stepped in to save his hero. A little Midoriya, tear a falls little tear. on everyone's face. It's so great. Watching it. Yeah. Midoriya does the most bullshit anime thing I've ever said where he's just like, <laughs> all for one. One million percent. Yeah. That's not how let's, percentages work, let's, okay? Let's break all barriers. There's no... 100% is maximum. There's nothing past that, dickhead. <laughs> Makes me angry when people go, I'll put in 110%. That's impossible. <laughs> 100% is the max of anything. It's why it's 100. <laughs> Mate, it's times 10 of 100. Oh, it's so oh, good. Wait, no, it'd be more than that. Yeah. Oh, so God. we get to see him go yeah. 1 million percent. 1 million. And he he probably could have gone 500% by the looks of that punch. Like he, he, he overdid it. It still didn't do much to him, really. No. It just knocked him out. It did right. enough. Oh, I suppose it did enough for them to get away. It did enough. But yeah. So Midori basically... I wanted to see like... His face sort of like torn in half or something. Imagine that. That'd be well. Incredible. I don't think Midori has actually physically hurt anyone no, really bad yet. He hasn't. No, because he's thrown a few hundred percent punches, I think, I think but he's I think taken the most damage out of everyone. Oh man, he got messed up. This was the grossest his oh. arms have ever looked. Oh. It was so manky. Oh man. But so yeah, he messes royally messes himself up during this this fight. He's, he's, both of his arms are just dangling in the wind. Oh, just flappy. Just, oh. Just, just pieces of meat. Ugh, just purple, gross, <laughs> bloody. It's so gross. I love it. I love it. I do I do love how body gore Midoriya's quirk is. It, it's quite amazing. I don't think any other one does that. No, no. But I, this... I, yeah. I suppose it's like a um, inherited... Oh, no, no. Yeah, inherited It's perk? an inherited a quirk. Quirk, yeah. 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 So he doesn't actually know how to use it. No, and his body's just not ready for it. <laughs> no. But it, it, it's good. I think... But it makes you wonder, like... How strong was All Might before he got his um, quirk? 
Well, we get to see a bit of the backstory with All Might and his... Because, uh, like, what did he say? He said that he could basically use the full strength of um, All for One straight away. Does he? I'm pretty sure he does. Oh, I can't remember. Because I know we get to see who... Yeah, the like he, he mentioned it. We get to see who he inherits all for one off. Yes. No, one for all, sorry. One for all. Yeah. Um, so we get to see his master and all that. We get a bit of All, all Might's backstory in this. Um, but the thing I really enjoyed about the fight with Muscular is not only did Midoriya win, but he won by riding his body off. Oh. And the rest of that kind of arc is Midoriya dealing with the fact that he... Can't use his he arms. Can't, he can't use his arms. He overdid it. He knows yeah. he's made a mistake. And that leads... But in saying that, it was to save that It kid. was to save someone. And he wouldn't have done it any differently. No. But you really see Midoriya struggle to deal with the fact that he's the reason that, you know, Bakugo gets captured. Like, Yeah, because if he could have used If he could have used his arms, he, he would have been yeah. safe. So, And that's a good... I think that point in the series is a really good point because... For the rest of the series, we see Midoriya kind of figuring out, okay, I need to use this power in a way that won't ruin my body because if I do, people will get hurt. Like, I won't yeah. be good enough to save the day. I can't be the symbol of peace if I can't use it. Yeah. keep my body together. You know what I mean? Which was really good because I think that drives the rest of the series forward mm. throughout the second half of that series in a really interesting way. Because he's very, yeah... So, in the, in that fight shoot style, yeah, yeah, well, we'll get into shoot style. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got some notes on shoot <laughs> style. Um, but in that fight, and I think you were trying, I think you were going to mention this on the last episode, but you didn't want to do spoilers about my hero. We get a really, really sick battle with Dark Shadow and yes. uh, Tokuyomi. How sick is that whole kind of Tokuyomi dealing with Dark Shadow when you can yeah. just. He just, he's just engulfed. Just engulfed in this villainous kind of shadow, and he looks messed up. He's angry. And he's crying because he doesn't want to hurt anyone. This, so he has I, no control over his quirk mm, at night time. Exactly. And so this is the scene, I think, which cemented him a lot higher in my, like, yes. rankings of... If he could, if he could control that. Because he tanked, like, Midoriya and everyone uses him to kind of... Or uses Dark Shadow to tank heaps of villains. Yeah. But he I just steamrolls. He steamrolls. He's just a beast. They they, they just um uh like decoyed. Lured him lured into him yeah. all the way. Yeah. Oh such a good way of yeah. Yeah, so so we get to spend a little bit of time with him and his quirk. So it's it's good the way they do this, because after Midoriya's fight with Muscular he runs into Tokuyomi and then they run into, you know, they run into everyone else. So eventually Class 1A kind of merges together yes. to come to this, you know, final battle. And it's revealed that the the villains are after Bakugo and they're trying to chase him. And he ended up, he ends up getting captured. And that's kind of where we leave the training arc, you know. Yeah. Bakugo captured. And everyone's it, down. Yeah. Everyone's down. You know what I wish? I wish that was the climax of a season almost. Because that as a season climax is very, very good. True. For a mid-season climax, I think it was it was, it was was really good as a mid-season climax. Yeah. But that at the end of a season it's, would be... That's not even a mid-season uh, climax. So. Uh, like, when does that finish? What episode? That, that's the mid-season is point, it? yeah. Yeah. It'd be close like to... Like eight episodes? 
No, oh, maybe nine. Nine? Yeah, it's maybe like, it's not like the mid-season. Yeah, episodes. It's not the mid-season. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah. Well, I suppose this this season's kind of broken into three parts almost. I think it? so. Because yeah. you get the training arc, that's and right. then you go into Bakugo Rescue, and then yes. after that we get Licensing Exam. That's right. Now that I think about it, all three of those arcs are bangers too. Yeah. Because yeah, straight after the training arc, we get the season. rescue arc. Um, and so this this you know the rescue of Bakugo kind of plays out. Pretty pretty stereotypical. We get to see some pretty flashy stuff with some some pro heroes and stuff yep, like that. Yep. But the thing, I, the two things I want to talk Team about work. in this arc, yeah, is Midoriya, Kachan, no Midoriya, Ida, and Toko Yomi. No, who is it? Midoriya, Ida, Icy Hot, Icy Hot, and uh, uh, hold on, yeah, pull up the list, and Momo. Yelza, yeah, Yelza Rosa, yep. Rosa, and Shoto Todoroki, yep. Um, then we had Ida, yep, and Izuki, is um Midoriya, Midoriya, and Bakugo, and who's the hardening guy? He's there too. Oh, he is too. You're right. Um, Kirishima, Kirishima. So we see those yes. those group oh. go off to rescue Bakugo. And immediately shit hits the fan when one ma uh, all for one, oh man, comes they f- they comes to a fight with fear. Yeah, that was really good too. Do you like his like back music? Yeah, he has is some. The, is it just piano? Yeah, it's yeah. really eerie piano. So Ooh. we it's good. he's been kind of sold as the big villain, and I was shocked when he was introduced this early. So we get to see him and All Might go, you know, toe to toe in a fight, which ends up being All Might's swan song. Like this is his last battle. This is his legacy. So what did you think of All for One as a villain, even though we didn't spend much time with him? Yeah, he's he's interesting. He is interesting. Yeah, he just takes people's quirks. He um he he can read everyone's quirks when he um absorbs them, right? When he takes them away. Because he, he can go, oh, yeah, no, this is pointless. Uh, give it back or throw it away. Yeah, well, he seems it's, to... It's crazy. He seems to be able to capture and control... Well, not control, but, like, absorb quirks. Yeah. But also, like, utilise them in r- weird ways where he seems to be almost be able to utilise a part of a quirk but not the whole quirk. That's right. So we get to see him kind of mess around with a bunch of quirks and kind of tank up a bit. So what did you think of him, you know, tanking up? He's tanking up. He's a he tanks tank. Up big time. He is a machine. Absolute machine. Yeah. Wow. And like it's just the fact like, you know, how he's gone like plus two defense and yeah. plus, like it was just adding all these quirks. He's like real of, mathematical about it too. Like it's is. it's almost like um he's been thinking about it for a while. It reminded me a lot of Midoriya. You know the way Midori is always observing quirks and stuff Actually, like that. You are onto something there. Yeah, it was like because you see Midori. You know when Midori yeah. does the mutter thing and yes. he's just muttering to himself and he's talking about quirks and stuff like that. Just it reminded much. me a lot of Midoriya and the way you know he kind of approaches analyzing someone's quirk, and that's what he does the entire yeah. time. He's analyzing yeah. someone's quirk. So, and it was really interesting for me to see that parallel between Midoriya and um, All for One. Yeah, I just wish the design of Awful One was a bit better. That's True. the only he, thing that I found ugly. No, yeah, no, it's ugly. It's to it. boring. Yeah, it's just boring. It's a faceless man in a suit. Yeah, it's boring. You know, How we get to see th- what what quirk allow, what quirk allows him to see. 
I'm sure he's got one. I'm sure he does too. Yeah. But like, it's just so boring because you see, um, you know, All Might in his Silver Age costume, and it's this, you know, outlandish, gorish costume. I suppose he did say, "Are you going to kill me again, All Might?" Yeah, well, it's the second Which time. Does mean that he has died, right? Yeah, or not? Well, it's even mentioned that um, All Might has a line where it's like, uh. It looks like that machine's keeping you alive. So whatever's around his neck is is keeping him alive. So he's not. I don't think he's at full capacity. I think maybe he is. Could you imagine? I mean, he has to be. All might put in a fair bit of effort, but then again, All Might's not at full capacity either. True. Yeah, they're yeah. both. Yeah, maybe that's just the extent of their powers at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but the the actual fight between All Might and All for One was breathtaking. Because it was the first time we've seen All Might not just not think the solution is just hitting something really hard and yeah. being blatantly obvious with it. He actually did a bit of strategy with it, you know? He got it. He had to. He had to, to, to save the people around him. And it was sick so that we see the United States of Smash, his, you know, yeah. swan song of a move. So what did you think <laughs> of that? It was animated really well too. Did you see this kind of a star of dust was kind of forming around, like a four-point yes. star. Like, that was great. And I love that. And enlightening that flame within him. Mm. Oh, it, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you get those tingles, right? Watching yeah, it. Yeah, I loved oh, it. I loved that's, it. Yeah, I've watched it three times now. Yeah. It tingles every time. Did you think it was an appropriate send-off for All Might? Did I you? think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It would have been interesting him dying too. I was... But you need him around for Midoriya's sake. I suppose. But I also, I think it I had that same good. thought where it would have been like, oh, it would be kind of interesting if he died, right? Yeah. And just like the sheer chaos it would bring too. Yeah. Like to society. Well, and that fight kind of leads to the reveal that All Might is no longer the symbol of peace. He's, you know, retired. He has his skinny form and we see the world rally around him. It's it's, it's very touching. Yeah. yeah. But it's all that's nice. fine. The other thing that I found amazing in this fight was the rescue of Bakugo. Oh, the planning of it and everything was cool, but the one scene in particular that stood out for me was when Midoriya, Ida, and everyone's flying across, and um, they're yelling out to Bakugo, you know, come on, rescue! And Bakugo just does the most boss thing ever, where he just goes, boom, Bang. and he just he's still in the same position he was when he just like launches, and it's beautifully animated. It's so pretty <laughs> to look at. And him, he, he was looking for a way to get out yeah. of there from the beginning. And he like he just yeets out of there like a motherfucker. Yeah. He's gone. Makes me wonder why he didn't do that to begin with. Yeah, kind of. But, you know, he went up. He didn't really travel far. He went up and the then they went out. Yeah, but I guess. It was amazing. It was oh. so good to watch. That that scene alone, I think, was, was one of those points in the series where I realized that they're going to start focusing more on team-orientated you know, Absolutely, yeah, because it's strategy be all about Midoriya now. Exactly, and I, I think it's, it's a good it's pivot. About the team, it's a good pivot for me because I think um, a good shonen or a good anime not only has a great protagonist, but they know when to step away from that protagonist and spend time with other characters. Yes, and I think this season of My Hero in particular has done that really well. It's shown us that oh. we can spend time away from Midoriya while this while still being interesting and engaging. Yeah, you need that. You need that with the um, other characters. And especially <laughs> for a show that's going to be running as long as My Hero is going to be. How many chapters does it have? How, how, I'm actually how not sure. Is the manga? 
It's pretty big. Yeah. This this screams of a. I think it's at two hundred something. Okay. Right. But this screams of a like a, a ten season shonen. Like this is gonna be a, a long running boy. Yeah, I hope so. Well, the I, I, honest to God, I hope it gets it starts to get darker. I think it will. I, 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 it needs to. Well, we saw. I feel like the maybe, maybe even like a time skip. Maybe yeah, they older. probably will. Or do you reckon they'll just sort of work? Nah, they probably will do a time. I uh, like maybe a year, maybe a year yeah, or two. It was kind of interesting, like to see, especially like Bakugo when he gets captured by the villains. He's like, they're trying to trick him into joining the dark side. Yeah, and look, it was I was worried it for a been second fitting that, for it to be honest as well. I was worried. I was really worried that he was going to yeah. like genuinely because I love him as a hero. I think he's a great hero. Yeah, like I think he is. I think it's a good. But this concreted that he's going to be a hero. Of course he is. And in yeah. my mind, like I was scared. I was scared. I was genuinely scared that he was going to turn to the dark side because he was getting picked on from the beginning. Yeah, like, just from from his like personality. Yeah, and just I, the way I he thought is. I thought he was going to turn, but when he kind of just is like, no, of course I'm not going to join you. I'm a hero. Yeah, I don't want to be a nerd he, like he you. He like, loves all mine. Yeah, as much as Midoriya. And that that was a really good thing. So not only do we see Bakugo kind of. Confirmed to the audience that he is a hero. Yeah. But we also, uh, during, oh, at the latter end of the season, we see Bakugo and Midoriya finally bury the hatchet and finally yeah, move on. Finally. And it was stop. a good fight. It was a really good fight. I a really, it. a really simple fight, too, I noticed. Was. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't, it they wasn't. Did, they just showed off some techniques. A little, a few techniques, but it felt really emotional. Intimate. Yeah. 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 Really did. And it was yep. a really good fight. It, yeah, it, it makes you uh, love Bucket Girl a bit more as well. Finally, like I've always loved him, like legitimately always loved. Him. The only thing I don't like about it is how everyone goes on about how, um, how versatile his quirk is because I don't think it's versatile. It doesn't no, it, it doesn't screw. Yaha Rose's quirk techniques. is Yaha Rose's quirk is versatile. You know, yeah. his he exploding hands is not that versatile. <laughs> When you really think about it, there's oh. quirks out there that are crazy better. Like, yeah, it's better it's than just t- how it's, he uses. It's it, better right? than tape elbows, yeah. but it's not better than creation. I, I wonder where or like how much development he can have. Well, we see him kind of develop a new technique with his AP shot, which, by oh, the way, is oh. so great. Man, armor piercing shot was. Oh. Mwah, mwah, mwah. It was beautiful. Love that. So we really get to see a lot of them develop, you know, ultimate moves and techniques. And then we move into the licensing exam, which for me, basically at the start felt like a reskin of the sports carnival. Yeah. But it was so much better. <laughs> I loved it. I legitimately loved it. It was good to see other characters. We got to see a bunch of other schools and yeah. a bunch of other characters. Oh. Some really interesting quirks too. So we see... Uh, a standout for me was the guy who could enlarge stuff and he carried a bunch of nails and bolts in his pocket. Oh, how about the one that converts other people into like Oh, like uh, meatball. Meatball. His, his quote was called That's meatball. It. That is I crazy. That. And that was really cool because we get to see... Bucko guy turns into a meatball. Yeah, That's and we get awesome. to see um, the lightning guy kind of perform a lot better than he has oh, before. True. Because he used one of his... Yeah. Um, or what do you call them? Uh, accessories. Uh, yeah. Come on. Support items? Support items. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. So uh, this season, actually, we see a bunch of Class A go through some costume changes. 
So not only do we see uh, Kaminari get an upgrade as well, who, you know, the the electric guy, Kaminari yeah. gets the upgrade, but we see Deku with his new costume. So that fight with Muscular completely changes the way Deku approaches fighting. Yeah. And we see the shooter style. What did you think Shoot of shooter style. style? Shoot style. Eater style. Yeah. <laughs> it's eater style. But what, what did you think of it? Oh, it was interesting. I, look, I, I'm not a big kicking fan, but as soon as he sort of implemented a few punches with his kicks and stuff, mm. oh, I thought, yep, this is it. I, inst- I like it. Instantly found it way more engaging than just punching. I suppose. Uh, I didn't realise... I, I, I didn't realise... I suppose he was just copying All Might to begin with, really, yeah. right? And I didn't realise that I was bored by his fighting style. I never even thought about it. it I is, think It is boring. It is boring. Yeah. Shoot style, way more interesting. He needs he needs more quirks. <laughs> I don't think he needs more quirks. I think I think with Midoriya, like, and especially his quirk, I think we're going to see him use it in really interesting ways. Well, like with the All Might fight, how he was transferring, like, his power, power from, from one, one side other. to the other. Mm. But also, we see All Might create like a lot of windstorms oh, with he stuff did too. So I think I would l- I'd like to see Midoriya play a bit more with just less physical contact and more kind of using his quirk, like the same way he did with his fingers to yes. shoot. I'd like to see something like that. But Midoriya, huh. Midoriya gets his costume change to adapt to shoot style, and his costume change is I loved it. Oh, it I loved brilliant. the braces on the arm with the white kind of pale eggshell color. I loved the boots. The steel-toed boots with the spring heel. Yeah, the silly hood's it's gone. Still, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the mouth-breathing apparatus is gone. I did know. not like his original suit. Oh, the uh, one yeah. that his mum made him. Oh, man. I, can't, uh, I, did, I did not like yeah, it. I didn't like it. Oh. Then again, I didn't really like anyone's first costume except for Eda. I found Eda's were good. Bakuga with his big... Oh, come on. I hate <laughs> I hate the flare things behind the ears. Yes, They're yes, so it dumb. Is, it's irritating. It's so dumb. How about his grenade hands? His are, grenade hands are uh, rad. They're, They're so cool. cool. <laughs> How it just stores sweat. Oh, just... It'd be so stinky, though. It's so gross. Could you imagine? Do you reckon nitroglycerin sweat smells differently to normal sweat? It's got to. It's oh, got to. Stinky boy. <laughs> stinky, stinky boy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved Deku's costume change and I, I love shoot style. I think it's, it's an I, I amazing, like, I like, he's like, he's got like a color, right? He's green. Yeah. I love it. I like how his body, when he uses like the power, how it goes like the green, green to lightning. The, yeah. To like the, um, purple, real, real purple kind pink. of, yeah. yeah. That's oh, sick. I love it. His color scheme is, it. is very different too than when we see, you know, than a lot of other Shona main characters. There's. Hmm. This thing that I, I I noticed as a little kid and it's always stuck out to me is is the main hero of like a real kid show will always his color will always be red, the red color. So you got Red Power Ranger, you know Charmander. It's Charizard Reds, you know. Red's always the main really? guy. Yeah, more like Agumon from Digimon is the fire one and he's red. Like color scheme, red just seems to be always <laughs> red. The blue, main character, yeah. and for Midoriya's color scheme to be like green and purple almost. It's yeah. so great. I love it. It always pops on screen too. It looks great. Just just when he's using the power, how it just like covers his entire body like mm. veins. It's awesome. It's really good. And I hope they don't get rid of that because, you know, All Might doesn't have any of that. No. Yeah. I hope that's something that sticks around. I really yeah. do. Same. But, uh, yeah. Because like once he's, I think it's when he's powering up, isn't it? Yeah. Because what once he's powered up, that's, oh no, no, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when he was first in muscular, he yep. it was 
Yeah, his arm was glowing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that that color scheme. And I hope I hope it doesn't go. I hope they accentuate that if anything. I hope yeah. it gets hope it as gets, his quirk yeah. as his quirk develops, I hope that that kind of develops with it. So yeah, we see Decker with his new shoot shoot style, his arm braces, his steel toed boots with the spring in them, which I actually didn't notice the first watch through. The spring. Yeah, so his boots have a little bit on them, and you only see it in a few scenes, but the boot tip springs out to give it a little bit of extra force oh. so he doesn't have to rely so much on, on his... all for one. Yeah, okay. A oh, one for all, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all for one. One uh, for all. Yeah. So confusing. But yeah, and we get to see him use it a little, which was good because we haven't seen him use any accessories, and basically every other hero uses, and you know, support equipment. And when he was talking to All Might about accessories, mm. All Might was too powerful for them. Yeah, he didn't need them. He didn't need them at all, yeah. You know, but that, that was cool. I mean, it makes mm. sense. Every other, you know, hero seems to rely on this support gear and they do, you know, Midoriya yeah. is finally relying on, well, not relying on, but utilising it to make him better. That's right. And how do you like the um the support? The, the lady who made the support item. Yeah, you know, okay. I bang, oh. on about, I, I bang on about fan service all the time. <laughs> Fucking love her. Oh, I say, I love her so much. <laughs> I don't know if it's the way she's drawn or her it, weird target eyes. Yes, uh, isn't that brilliant? It's so good. I love every scene she's in, and, and just how like ener- energetic she is. Yeah, and she's insane. But she's like, insane. Yeah, even like when they introduce her, her kind of um, mentor is like, yeah, I know she's crazy, but also. She's invented Look at these four, accessories. She's like, invented four hundred things. You know, if yeah. four of those work, that's if four of those are amazing, that's worth it. You know, yeah. And of course, yeah. If you've got someone who's she dedicated and wants to do stuff, obviously it's going to be good. You know, she's only going to get she's only going to get better in time. Exactly. And yeah, I, I loved her. I think, she, and, she, and I'm going to say this: I don't want her in the show much. I want her in it a little bit. Yes. Because if she was in every episode, if she's a main character, oh. I'd put a knife through my eye. <laughs> you reckon? Oh. <laughs> I, there's there's a few characters in this season that I noticed started grading on me. Um, there was a few characters that I thought did a lot better this season. Naval laser guy had a really great moment oh. in his moment in the license exam. I was great. Yeah. Him being the one that brings <laughs> them all together was such a weird turn, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Just shoot. Just lies down and no, basically does, gives up. He does right? that arch thing too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeets his laser straight into the air. It's so great. Oh, but like, um, yeah, we see kind of this whole, everyone from class 1A kind of come together in the fight at the end of that licensing exam. And again, brings home that thing of work together as that's a right. team. Because they were behind from the start. Everybody yeah. knew their quirks. Which it was a really interesting way because to of kind of the, approach things. Sports carnival. The sports carnival. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a really interesting way. Like there was this bit of backstory with um, Eraserhead and uh, Miss Joke, who was a teacher from another school. And she's oh. like, oh, you didn't tell them? And I was like, what? what's happening? What's yeah. going on? And he's like, no, I didn't feel a need to. And it's kind of the mystery, like this mystery thing. And it's like revealed that, yeah, well, during the licensing exam, everyone goes for UA because they know what their quirk is. I'm like... <laughs> You're going to get pummeled, dude. You are <laughs> fucking so tank. You guys have got some, like, there were some um, students in there from other schools with some dog shit quirks. Oh, oh. Telescope. Did you see the chick that could telescope? Her quirk was she could draw her body back in herself like a, a turtle. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, man, that's such a useful quirk. You can put your arm inside your body. It's so great. Oh, wow. 
That's amazing. So good. But what are you going to do? Be a pro hero and just... Like my rod. <laughs> yeah. The dumbest thing ever. I hated it. Telescopic, is it? Telescopic. Oh. I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, great. You have single-handedly the worst quirk ever <laughs> and you want to be a hero. Amazing. <laughs> That's so great. Um, but yeah. Go back in your shell. Yeah. Oh, it was so dumb. So after after watching this whole season, did this change your ranking of your favourite characters? I believe your... Ooh. What your, was my ranking? Your favourite character last time was Tokuyami and Dark Shadow. Oh, I do like yeah. Tokuyami. And I think you had an honourable mention for Icy Hot as well. Yes. And mine was Eda. With, I think, Icy Hot as an honourable mention as well. So did you change your opinion to this kind of... No. No? No. I, I still love Tokuyami. Eda, di- like, Eda didn't really get a bunch to he do in this season. Much. No. Which was kind of... He's still bossing people around. Yeah, um, yeah. Ida, Ida was kind Class of captain. Yeah, he he had a bit to do, but yeah, he didn't shine like he did in the first two seasons for me. No, but no. Bakugo in this season oh, was he amazing. Developed he developed so much, so much. Yeah. and like him learning about All Might and Midoriya and all that That's backstory right. was after the fight. Yeah. They, um, Spilled the beans. They just tell him yeah, everything. They told him everything, and he was like, "You're an idiot. Why you shouldn't have told me this in the first place?" Yeah, he. Knew. But I will keep your secret, obviously. Yeah. But him, he grew so much as a character for me in this season that for me, yeah, I'm a Baku. I'm a Bakugo boy now. I, yeah, I didn't he, know he's what the my, big. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. He, yeah, he's great. I, I found him just thoroughly enjoyable in this season, and yeah, for me, he's he's claiming my top spot easily. Yeah, Bakugo. He's good. Are you yeah. going to stick with Tokoyami for your spot? I, I love Tokoyami. Dark Shadow. After cool. that Dark Shadow event in the forest, oh, his ultimate move crazy. to um, Dark Abyss, where he puts Dark Shadow over his body and fights close That's range right. with Dark Shadow, like that armor. was sick. That's that was fucking so cool. Brilliant. You know when so some, it would it'd be Tokoyami, yeah, um, Bakugo, and um. As always, just a special shout out to Mineta. Uh, you can still go fuck yourself. Yeah, You're you the still. worst character ever. Uh, I don't know why you're involved in this class. You shouldn't have passed yeah. the license exam. So wait, how about um, Mineta tr- climbing the wall to see the girls? Oh, kill me. <laughs> kill me. I hate Mineta. Oh, man. Honestly, like... I, I don't think I've ever hated a character more than Mineta. Oh. He just adds... Maybe that's that, that's why they threw him in, right? He actively detracts from the season. Though. I think him being in the season makes it worse. But even like um, Kaminari, he's a bit of a womanizer, right? Oh, well, not no a womanizer. But yeah, but he, he's definitely like plays and he's a bit he flirty plays, with... Yeah. Cl- but I think he's has done well because he's not a little creep about it. True. Mm. Yeah. What did you think of the the mid season filler arc where they moved into the dorm rooms and they spent an episode going through each other's uh, room? Did you actually actually that was I loved all it. right? Hey. I, yeah, I loved I, it. I, I didn't. I was gonna skip it and then I started watching it. And I was like, "Oh, this looks like filler." And then I kind of got on to what the premise of it was gonna be like. I was like, "Oh, stick around." And then it sort of just thoroughly gave you more in depth knowledge about them, right? Oh yeah, it was great. So like, um, um, Tokuyomi, his room was this like dark gothic kind of skulls and. Metal, like, it was so Bass great. guitars everywhere. Yeah, and then, yeah, we see the ear jack girl, her bedroom's all rock and roll and stuff like that. Yes. That was sick. Um, we see Sugar Rush's room and he's making cakes and stuff like all that. It was so great. <laughs> I thought well, it was all... He has to. Yeah, I thought it was all really cool. Like, I, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that feeling, I think. And, and then you just look at um, Midorius. 
Yeah, room. Midori oh. is just all All Might, just oh, a fanboy. No. Could you imagine how embarrassing oh, that would hate. be? Oh, yeah, when it opened up the door and it was just All Might everywhere, I was like, oh, I cringed. Yeah, I but cringed. That would be us, though. Really? I think so. Yeah. I talked about it on last week's episode, but I'm so close to starting an anime figurine collection. Oh, you are? Oh, mate. Oh, like, I've got like four different shopping carts on four different websites just ready to hit that complete button. <laughs> Thousands. There's, Thousands. Mate, there's one that I'm looking at. It's like 600 bucks. I'll show you a picture later. It's, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. so beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, bloody boof. Beautiful. Boof. Um, but we're getting distracted again. <laughs> but yeah, I think that filler episode is the way I want them to do filler from now on. Fun, interesting, yep. character development, character development yep. on side stories, just a little bit. And I only want one episode per season. In the middle only of the season, one. only one. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want a little you bit. Don't of want br- much. I want a little break between All Might fighting All for One <laughs> and you know the um, licensing exam. That's all I want. Just yeah. a little break. Just one episode. one episode. Yeah, it's great. So, um, I think the only thing left to say about this season is just... Oh, wait. Why you got something What more? about the big three? Oh, the yes. The introduction of the big yeah, three. Yeah, so this season wraps up with the big three and we finally get introduced to the big three and we see one of them fight with... So, what's the main guy of the big three again? What's his name? He's... Oh... I haven't got his... Oh, yes, I do. Um, Mirio Turgata. Yeah. yeah. So we get to see him in the last two episodes. We we see the big three and we, we see a fight with him and the rest of the class. Oh. A really interesting quirk. Don't you it, love just how nude he was oh, the entire there's, time? There's a line in there. Oh. And I've got to watch the um, <laughs> dub to see what the dub is. But I'm pretty sure the line in the sub is like, sorry if you saw my penis a bit. No. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched this afternoon. No, Willie. Willie. It was Willie. Yeah. And it was I like, tried to hide it. Yeah. Sorry if you got a peek. Yeah, sorry if you got a peek at my Willie. And I was like, <laughs> I, pa- I paused it and rewinded. I'm like, they did, did not just say, say Willie. There's no way they said Willie. Yeah. Oh, so great. I've heard Willie for ages. <laughs> it's it, it's such like a... Um, Should I bring it back? Should <laughs> I start calling it a Willie again? I still do. You still call it a Willie? Yeah. Like it's every now and then. It's a penis, mate. Penis. Penis. No. Penis. No. <laughs> it's it's either a penis or a <laughs> willy. That's I, was so, I was so great to see the word willy in, uh, like, like, <laughs> in anime. In anime. I was, I was so happy. But yeah, his his quirk was super interesting too. And it, it was per- good. Permeation. Permeate. And it was good that they kind of went into it. It was like, oh, you have an overpowered quirk. He's like, no. No. This quirk is right. dog shit unless you're really, 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 really smart and talented and yeah. work really hard. Yeah. Because, yeah, that would be a dog shit quirk. You can't breathe. Be. That's right. He couldn't. You can't. Yeah. He just falls. Yeah. And it was good how they explained it. I was like, oh, how does he move through? Okay, Because when I was watching it, it, it I was it, like. It, it made me question it. it. I was questioning. I was like, well, you can't swim if, you know, air can't get into his lungs and he permeates something. You can't swim through solid matter. But then they explain it by like, as soon as he turns his quirk off, matter reverts and it springs him back out. And I was yeah, like, because brilliant. Y- yeah, that's so that's smart. Right. Of course that would happen. And he's like, and I was like, okay, well, how does he, and he's like, he goes into it. It was like, well, no, I adjust my body slightly to when I spring back out, I can kind of directional. Yeah. Divert like, any kind of angle he wants. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, of course that's how it works. And it's so smart that they. To punch every class A member in the gut. Naked too. Naked. What a beast move too. <laughs> Just like, and I was like, I was watching, I was like, man, this dude's going to get pummeled. 
Class 1A is just going to wreck this dude. Or Midoriya will get like one hit on it or like something will happen where he'll, he'll do that whole thing where it's like, oh, you had to bring out my great and potential. Now my ultimate move? Yeah. Eye gouge. Oh, like, <laughs> oh that, that where I was like, oh, I love that whole thing with the big three. And I'm yeah. genuinely, because I haven't watched season four. You still haven't? No. So I watched up to season three when it first came out and then the wait for season four started and I haven't gone back since. Oh, wow. So season four is completely new to me. So okay. I'm super excited to go in on the big three and yeah. season four. I've heard it's a banger. Oi, I've heard that season's a banger. a banger. So yeah, I think, I think we, the only thing left for us to say on this, on this season is, uh, Jason, do you think My Hero Academia season three can get it? Hell yes. Hell yes. Oh my. God, this can get it. It can get it so much. I, I love My Hero. I really like, do. As soon as, yeah, you, as soon as you told me to go watch it, I watched the first season and I was just hook, line, it's, and sinker. I was, I, I, I then went on and watched it like every second of the day. Yeah, I had spare, and it. I think it's the perfect kind of shonen for like binge watching. Yeah, I think it's that it's that treat shonen. You know, it's that shonen mm. you watch. It's your comfort food shonen. It, it's yeah. just. It's so familiar yet so interesting. It's yeah, it, there's it's great. I, I love I love my hero and it, it's definitely getting it. Oh yeah. Um, I'm super excited to get in on the next season too. Like I, I can't wait to dig into season four. Mm, and we'll have to we'll have to do another episode of this season too. Like yeah. another another my hero my hero part three. It'll be part three. Oh, part three season four. Part three season four. That's kind of annoying my brain a little bit. When's season five coming out. Like, have, well, you, have you? I put a trailer up on the socials a couple of weeks ago for season five, so I think yeah. it's scheduled for a twenty twenty one release. Um, like everything else, yes, yeah, everything uh, being pushed back, bloody Rona. Um, right. But twenty twenty one's looking for a, a bumpy year in anime, and you know we'll definitely catch up on season four before season five comes out. So absolutely, I'm really really excited for this. Uh, we should probably start wrapping up, buddy. Um, you know, it's been it's been bloody great to have you on, mate. I can't wait to have I, you. I on. love coming. Uh, it's always good uh, thanks for listening guys get out there and like the socials we are at Lords of Dorktown on Facebook Twitter Instagram uh, make sure you leave us a five star review on iTunes it makes a, a big difference and really helps getting the podcast out there uh, if you want to email the pod you can email us at, uh, at Lords of Dorktown at gmail.com and yeah keep it dorky guys peace peace